Me too. Welcome everybody to a special episode of the Hello Reality Podcast. For those of you just joining us, this is a podcast started by two nerdy friends who have known each other long distance from an online survivor game many years back. We've podcasted about the challenge for a while, but now all of a sudden that survivor history is finally <laughs> relevant, Joseph. Yes. No longer are we simply making one to three references to survivor per challenge episode. Now <laughs> for no reason. We can put that knowledge to use in a show titled The Challenge. What a day. How are you doing, my friend? Eric, uh, number one, I can't believe this is a show that we're talking about. Um, <laughs> that this is like actually happening. Dude. I remember Eric when we first met, which was like eight, nine years ago on this online game. Like Eric said, Eric didn't even mm -hmm. watch the challenge. I got Eric into the challenge. I had been watching the challenge for a long time. Eric's more of a newer viewer, um, and now Eric, not only are you a fan of the challenge, but now you're podcasting about a survivor big brother, which you also love. We also love and amazing race, which is your thing. Love Island, you know, and now they're all coming together <laughs> into this mishmash, uh, a reality TV orgy of sorts, if you will. And we're here to podcast about it. Yes. It's a real RTVO. That's what we're calling it. It's uh, it's, it's kind of an insane concept for a show. It's, yeah. It feels like I'm in a bizarre universe, like a parallel universe. Like this yeah. shouldn't happen. Tyson's on uh, the challenge. Uh, Tyson's on, on the challenge. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like. um, beyond that, like some random big brother players from the past. So we'll toss in yeah. a few amazing racers. <laughs> Why not? Who cares? So just, just to talk broad strokes, just very quickly. There are some great cast members here. There are some people who are a thousand times more strategic, entertaining, charismatic than your average run-of-the-mill challenge person nowadays, I would say. And then there's other people who kind of fit the bill of what you would expect from an MTV challenger and who didn't really do much for us on these past shows. Um, but maybe this is their yeah. chance to redeem themselves, not only on the show, but in our eyes, which we all know is very important to them. That's right. We've seen some people start out with a week's first season and then become a legend, like Parvati and Survivor. So yes. uh, this this is their chance. And, and so and more specifically, we've seen people like Davon and Polly, who didn't do great on their original shows, come on the challenge and thrive. Yeah. Another example is Josh Martinez. I mean, he came on Big Brother, and some say he stumbled <laughs> to a lucky win, but then he really yeah. showed everybody when he came yeah. to the challenge and dominated Ever every season was a yeah was a zero on her original big brother season she was nice and all but she went home early and then she goes on the challenge and she just wins and kills it like yeah. and blows so everyone know. away with her sparkling wit and confessionals <laughs> like what a what a turnaround <laughs> that was so who knows who knows some of these players who knows um anyway to break down this this episode that we've got here uh we are here for you okay yes. we, we are here for the challenge fans who may not know all these shows uh this is time for us to put our expertise to good use we're going to break down the cast of all these shows we're going to talk pretty quickly at least hopefully uh, about the players how they did what they were perceived as in their original seasons and um the exception to that do. is yeah how we think we'll do on this show like what we think they're bringing to the table um love island we don't watch that. And, and this is where some good podcasters might have done some research and maybe watched a few clips at least. We did none of that. So we're going to just guess 
how they're yes. going to do uh, based on nothing but their <laughs> cast photo. Yeah, to be fair, I did try to go on the CBS website and look at their bio, uh, but they're not there uh, for any of the contestants. Though it says biography, but there's no text following biography. It's just blank. So we did try. And if you're a fan of Survivor or Big Brother or The Amazing Race or Love Island and you're new to the challenge, well, that in a nutshell tells you everything you need to know. That's the challenge difference, okay? And that's what you can expect. You can expect the- three to four medevacs this season, I would say, at a minimum. Uh, By the because, way. you know, safety is not really a thing. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. By the way, it's, uh, it's not like we're above Love Island or anything like that. Like, I've seen a couple episodes. I've seen a couple episodes of the UK version. Uh, you know, we just, you know. It's not our jam. We're not above anything. No, it, we just haven't. We just haven't started watching it yet. Yeah. You know, we yeah. we were really fans of the 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 dumbassery and the competitions and the strategy yes. more than anything else. And um, I don't know. They just you know. So no offense, no offense to all the Love Island stands out there. Yes. With with all that said, uh, let's get into it. I think we've um, preambled enough. Uh, yes. We have a list here. Uh, you ready to get started by talking about Dominic Abate? Uh, guy I'm really excited to see play again because yeah. he was huge on his season of Survivor. Yeah, and he's looks kind of huge now. I don't know if he's in shape uh, to really uh, be on the challenge. Uh, this was kind of a uh, interesting choice uh, from from the ca- like. This is just not what I would expect out of the challenge. I I I did see him even admit himself like, man, I'm really. Uh, I wish I would have had more time to work out for this. I really don't feel like I am in the kind of shape to do this. Um, so I think that'll the be challenge it, calls. You just you, you just got to say you just got to say yes. Um, you start but, running on treadmills. But sometimes being huge on these shows uh, physically is is a good thing. Uh, you know what I mean? Depending on what the challenge is, just being like a bigger dude. Uh, he does do he. I know he was into CrossFit for a little bit and was doing that pretty seriously competitive competing in it and doing well. Um, and Dominic, like you were saying, was huge on his season for of Survivor for really being a strategic force uh, in the game. And though he ultimately did not win, a lot of people argue that the game he played on Survivor is one of the better non-winning games ever played. Um, Are so. we sure that this isn't all a, a ruse on his part? He's entering the game at a heavier weight. People are like, uh-uh, I don't want to go against him in a hall brawl type elimination. Yeah. And meanwhile, during the season right underneath everyone's noses he's fasting he's sprinting on treadmills at night when everyone's asleep and then they get to the yeah. final and they're like what the f- oh shit what when did he turn into a cross-country runner yeah this, this would be in dominic's wheelhouse he's, he's that crafty do, do you think that does dominic really um do you think he can win a final you know i i i'm looking at his cast photo and like i i didn't even uh, really put it together that he was coming in at like a bigger weight than he was in Survivor. So I have really no perception of his final abilities, but um, this is a new season. Anything anything goes, man. You know, yeah. ch- challenge finals are typically a lot of cardio, uh, sure, but this might be a new format. And there are also a ton of puzzles. There, there yeah. are a ton of random skills, you know. I'm not it's, trying to be mean to Dominic out. Abate, by the way. I I, I just, I, he was talking well, about were, it. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, very, I'm sorry very, to very any... Mean. Dominic Abate fans out there. I like Dominic a lot, too. Uh, but he even had said himself that he feels like he wish he would have worked out a little bit more uh, before the show. And, he, you know, he just doesn't seem like the type of you know, shape right now to where you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's winning a final. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, on a legacy note, Dom, uh, I will unabashedly say, one of my favorite Survivor players. What you can expect out of him is a 
uh, a thick accent. He talks like a mob boss. He played like a mob boss. He's yes. very cunning. And we saw him uh, ride a two-person alliance um, as far as you can go in Survivor. Interestingly enough, um, they they worked in tandem. Him and Wendell, who uh, was the ultimate winner of the season, they worked completely together. But they also kind of had a spoken agreement that they would cut each other right before the final. Um, they weren't able to do that. They each won their way to the end, uh, where they went head to head in the final tribal council. But I thought that was an interesting note. Um, we might see him be very blunt to his allies, uh, like he was in Ghost Island of Survivor. Yeah, I think. Dom's going to do really well in the social game. I think that even though he's older than a lot of these people, I think probably the oldest one on the cast, um, he's uh, very likable um, and very has a good energy about him and is really fun. So I think he's going to get along with everybody. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, like I said before, I, I just don't know if, you know, in some of these eliminations and stuff like that, how he's going to fare. He did well in challenges, I will say. Yeah. Um, one final note, he did have a strong performance record on Survivor. Who knows how that's going to cross over to yeah. the challenge, but he won a few. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see Dom on this, even though I do think, like when I saw it, I was like kind of surprised, to be honest. Um, but I do like seeing him on this show, just because we get more Dominic Abate in our lives. Um, and he was so compelling on Survivor. So good casting choice overall. But like I said, just a little surprised. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of names to get through. Uh, yeah. Let's let's go down the list, and we're kind of going in a random order decided for us by this website we're on. Next yes. up is Tyson Apostle. Oh, Joseph. baby. Um, yeah. Who's who's this? Can you remind me who this player is? I forget. Yeah. So uh, for those of you unaware, Tyson's pretty much. I think I can speak for both of us. Our favorite Survivor player, right? Yeah. He's yeah, definitely my I mean, favorite Survivor player. He's he's way up there. Why is he your favorite Survivor player, Joseph? Uh, Tyson is hilarious in the confessionals. Uh, nobody can quite talk trash like him as far as when it comes to roasting his fellow competitors in the confessionals. I can already see it now because he's going to have a lot of material to work with with some of these people. Um, <laughs> and not only is he really hilarious, he's also very strategic and active strategically, he's the type of dude who will make a big move uh, if necessary. He does not play scared in that way. And he's also a physical beast, which we've seen on Survivor. He dominated in a lot of the immunity challenges, uh, got kicked off in some earlier seasons for being such a huge threat. That's usually why he does get picked off is because people see how threatening he is. On the challenge, maybe he can go in there and be a little bit more low-key because people don't know how capable he is. But Tyson is not going to be one of those people to win a hall brawl or a pole wrestle. He's maybe not built for those type of things, though against the right competitor, he can maybe win, uh, like a Derek X or something like that. Mm -hmm. But really, in anything else, he's, he's a huge favorite uh, in these challenges, I think, to, to dominate. Yeah, okay, let me give you a quick rundown of his, his backstory, what brought him here. Okay, yeah. he's a pro cyclist. He's very tall and, and yeah. slender, right? Very cut, usually. Um, it's his first season of Survivor, he dominated the team challenges. He won the first two individual immunity challenges before he lost a shuffleboarding competition that he almost won and got <laughs> cut. 
Um, second season, he doesn't do too great. Um, one of the dumbest moves ever. We, we don't talk about that too much. Yeah, and then he yeah. goes on to win his third season um, of Survivor. Comes back for an all-winter season. Uh, gets picked off halfway through, roughly. Well, he gets picked off twice. Um, and then he again, wins a challenge against all the other competitors to get back into the game. Um, so his yeah. challenge prowess has always been one of the best things about his game, to be honest. And so I feel like a format like the challenge, where it's mostly about challenges, you know, it's going to be pretty know? good for him. Yeah. Interestingly, too, uh, another highlight is that in his winning season, he got a shoulder injury, which he proceeded to completely milk and um, just uh, completely uh, exaggerate the impact of until he decided that it was time to start winning challenges again towards the end when he won his way to the end. So yeah. expect a lot of uh, chicanery out of Tyson this season. Yes, and expect a lot of, uh, you know, Tyson is the type of person who I was also surprised uh, would agree to do this type of show. Um, I'm glad they um, got... I'm also not why, surprised... Joseph? He did marriage boot camp. <laughs> that, exactly. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But his whole interview, he did like a preseason interview where he was just like, oh my God, I thought I had more integrity than this, but I guess I'm on this show. And like, like, <laughs> and like just for you uh, people unacquainted, that's typical uh, Tyson humor. He's very, uh, you know... Uh, what sort of irreverent uh, and, and maybe, you know, doesn't hold respect to things that other people do and just, uh, you know, does not mince words. Yeah. Okay. We've waxed poetic enough about Tyson. Next up on the survivor list in front of me is Ben Drebergen, another yes. winner of Survivor. Yeah. This guy is, uh, he's got like a bit of a contentious backstory in Survivor. So he won. Um, he did so by finding immunity idol after immunity idol after immunity idol when he was a huge target and everyone else wanted him out politically. Uh, so for that reason, he's got a bit of an asterisk next to his win. Uh, a lot of people are feeling like, um, is that really a winning game of Survivor? Well, it literally is, but is it an impressive <laughs> one? Maybe not. Maybe one of the less impressive ones. And that really seemed to bother Ben, too. We saw him come back at Winners at War, and he actually talked about how he felt like, you know, people didn't give him enough credit and stuff like that. I'm just like, who cares if the check still cashes? But he still uh, seemingly was upset by that. And then he basically quits um, Winners at War, uh, in favor of another contestant on this show, Sarah, who we'll talk about later. Um, and that definitely left a pretty sour taste in me and Eric's mouth about him. But he's... Our he's mouths a, were so he's, sour, dude. He's a great guy, seemingly, from everything I've seen. He seems really nice and friendly and really doesn't have a bad word to say about anyone. And I think that this show is actually better suited for him, maybe. Uh, where there's less backstabbing... Maybe a little bit more high drama, but I don't know. These CBS contestants seem really nice, so uh, nicer than the yeah. MTV contestants. But so I think that this might be a better fit for him. I can't predict that. Um, he's a former Marine. He has actually not done well in the challenges, really, at all. On, on Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's won a single challenge on Survivor. I think you might be right. I think he might have won one on Winners at War, and they might have been like, oh, that's your first one. That's crazy. Um, I think he like, almost won like, one and yeah, then didn't. I'm not, I'm not positive, though. But anyway, the point he, being, he's though, a big guy. The, the challenges but... in Survivor are a lot different than the ones on the challenge, though. I feel like the ones on the challenge might suit his skill set a little bit better, just like power and strength and. Um, I feel like he's probably got that, you know, in spades. So, 
Yeah, he might do better in like daily type challenges. I don't know. I don't. I'm not that impressed by his um, performance. He's like he's never been actively bad, but to go two full seasons, make it almost all the way to the end. That is pretty wild. Not a challenge. Not a good look. That is that is pretty wild. Um, especially when you have when you're competing against people like a Tyson or other people who've won multiple immunity challenges on Survivor. So, um, yeah. anything you have to say about Ben? Nope. You know who right. has won challenges on <laughs> uh, on Survivor? Tasha Fox. Yes. Uh, our next player. This she's uh, kind of surprised me because we just haven't seen from her in a while. Uh, right. She last played what like six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. And doesn't um, have like a huge social media presence or anything like that, like these other people yeah. who can't, you know, move on. No, um, and uh, and uh, she's since her become a bodybuilder. Uh, yeah, she's since become a b- wow. bodybuilder since being on Survivor, which is crazy. And on Survivor, her first season, she gets cut at like sixth place, but was like a huge threat to win. Played a very aggressive, strategic game. Her second season, she does better and gets to the end. But on Survivor, they vote for the winner at the end, and nobody felt like she did enough to warrant a win, so they voted somebody else over her. She didn't play as aggressive of a game, but she made it super far. You can't say she's bad at these shows, I don't think, based on all that. Um, And once again, I feel like she's somebody who maybe the challenge will be better suited for her because she's going to win any physical challenge, I feel like, against most of these women except maybe Sarah. Oh really? I mean, I think it's. I think she's good, but I think it's a. It's a pretty deep cast. Um, really? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it depends on the challenge, but uh, I'm talking like it, pure, like like physical eliminations, like type. Like people are going to be scared to go against her too, which plays in her favor. I feel like that. I'll agree with, and rightfully so. On her yeah. first season, she won three straight elimin- uh, immunity challenges, I yep. believe, um, before getting cut. And she was winning them against bigger fields too, like top ten, top nine, top eight, or and, something like that. And the challenges on Survivor involve thinking and like you know puzzles, and so it's not like just brute strength type of stuff that she's winning here. They're like different yeah. types of challenges. In her original season, she was on a season that separated the players by um, brains, brawn, or beauty. She was on the brains tribe um, on account of her kind of high powered job as well. She a CPA. I want to say. Yeah, I actually don't um, remember her background. I'm honest. not positive on that, yeah. but uh, she's she's versatile. She's got a lot of skills. Definitely someone to watch. She's got a good energy about her, too. She's fun on these shows, I think. She's a good character. Yeah. And one last quick note. On her second season, people were a little disappointed that she didn't really have the killer instinct, but I think a big part of that is she was very content with uh, her fellow ally, Jeremy, winning the game, and yeah. I don't think she hated the idea of going to the end with him, even though she knew she was probably not winning that, and that's a factor there. So on right, the challenge, sure. I think we might see the cutthroat the competitive side come back. No, for sure. Um, and I think, like you said, it'll bring out the competitor in her, and she'll do really well, I think. So next person. Okay. Next person. This is probably the biggest threat, I would say, coming into the challenge. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd say respectively for the their field as well because like for the men it seems like there's a lot of guys who could maybe take that, but with this it just seems like Sarah's the clear favorite. Yeah, I um, Sarah Lucina is up next. Um, why is she the favorite? Okay, let me count the ways. <laughs> One, she has run seven marathons and seven continents in seven days. I want to say even or I don't I don't know the details, but something crazy like that. Okay, so she's. A marathoner. 
at the very least. She works out a ton. She is jacked. She is in shape. She is a police officer um, on Survivor. That's the physical side of her. I think she also does martial arts. I believe there's some kind of uh, she like did MMA there. or something she, like that. That's what it was. She's yeah. an MMA fighter. Okay, right. what the fuck? Okay, then that's the just the physical side. On the mental side, she is a winner of uh, an all-star season of Survivor. Admittedly, she went in with a very low threat level um, based on her mediocre first attempt. But uh, she played a, a truly dominant game. She has never been the flashiest in confessionals. But everyone who plays with her seemingly just wants to work with her, trusts her, wants to go to the end with her. She's very manipulative. She's been really good at getting people to do what she wants and to trust her when they absolutely shouldn't. And she followed up this win with a very deep run in the all-winter season where she got fourth, ultimately only losing out in a fire-making competition where if she won, likely that she wins. At least she has a very good chance at it. Yeah. Did I miss anything? Uh, no, that was a pretty good summation of her history, I'd say. Um, God, I'm such a loser. How do I know all these things, dude? <laughs> yeah. Sarah's one of those people that me and Eric are always, like, reluctantly just like, oh, man, she's one of the best players to ever play. Ugh, and we hate it because <laughs> she is not particularly great TV, in my opinion. Um, and just, like, seems to maybe, uh, like, on past shows, do things that maybe cross the line. As far as like making alliances with people and making them swear on their relatives and stuff like that, uh, just stuff that we feel like you know, why do you need to do that? I don't know. Oh, um, not me. I don't. That doesn't cross any of my lines. Um, the thing I, with Andrea and her that. sister that wasn't that. I don't know. That was a little. I, I have a f- pretty firm belief that you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't negatively impact people outside the game. Yeah. That's, that's my also, own personal code. She's also got some political views and stuff like that that uh, maybe aren't, you know, whatever. But, uh, we're, but We're not here to talk about that. Everyone has different political views, you know? like I'm just saying we don't we? like her like on this show. I'm just saying we don't like her and giving, giving some reasons why. Yeah, I... Uh, that's, that's fair. I... I feel like she must get tired of hearing that. You know, I kind of feel bad in a way. I'm like, oh, she's she's terrible TV, but she's smart. You know, like, I don't know. It's it's but yeah, she is. But it's she just is bad the truth. TV. It's she's, just the truth. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Yeah, she's um, not flashy in confessionals. Don't expect yeah. anything in, yeah. in, that, in that front. But yeah, challenge wise, um, we're here to. Keep I think it she's real. a huge force in the game. Yeah. So Danny McRae is the next one up. He's another guy who I think could do really well on this show, better than he did on Survivor. He didn't do bad on Survivor. He made it decently far. Uh, I don't even remember why he really got voted out to, um, what the circumstance was, but it didn't seem like he did anything too terrible, like mistake-wise along the way. Uh, seemed very sociable. Everyone liked him. Well, well, can I jump in there? Because yeah. uh, interestingly enough, I think he got eliminated in part because he cut an ally who's on this season of the challenge oh, USA a yes. little bit too early perhaps right. um, this was a season where there's an alliance uh, between him and the other black players in the game and one of them was Shan Smith who we're going to talk about next she was a huge threat and um, you know the, he along with some other players voted her out in eighth place um, and then that led everyone else in the game to quickly vote out uh, Liana, someone else in his alliance originally, and then him in sixth place. So 
I think that is what most directly led to him leaving the game. Yeah, um, I would agree. Right? Um, yeah, I think that that checks out. But still, that's like a. I feel like they needed to get rid of Shan at some point too, and that. Oh yeah, like you're damned big, if you do, damned if you yeah, don't. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but like I was saying, I think he's, he's an ex NFL player. So <laughs> he, athletically, he's going to be a lot faster than a lot of these guys, a lot stronger. Um, so definitely don't want to see him in a hall brawl or anything like that. So <laughs> no, yeah, no, not if you want to live, might kill you. So yeah, uh, Danny, super nice guy. Uh, glad to see him get cast. I'm kind of surprised he agreed to do another show. Uh, but glad to see him. He doesn't seem like he needs it, but yeah, cool. You keep getting surprised. I'm not surprised. Like th- this seems awesome, man. Especially if you're a competitive guy like like Danny. Uh, this this seems like a slam dunk to me. A lot honestly. of people turned down this show. So like I was hearing Janelle talk about it on podcasts. A lot of people turned this down. So um, I yeah, mean, I'm I, sure, I'm sure. Yeah, but like, I, you know, it depends on what you got going on in your life. And if you're a retired NFL player, I know he's working on some business ventures. But like, if he's yeah. got time, like this seems like a good fit for it him. It just doesn't seem like um, his job. But yeah. I'm happy to see him on it. So Shan Smith is the next one. Um, and like we were saying before, Danny actually cut her maybe a little prematurely. Um, Shan, I thought, was a very compelling character on Survivor. I thought she was really good. Uh, strategically, she was very cutthroat, despite being a youth pastor. Um, and kind of used that to her advantage in some ways. And performed very well and was a huge threat and got cut for that reason. I think if anything, you're underselling the impact. Shan was the superstar of her season of Survivor. Uh, I want to just lead with that. Okay. Like she was, that is fair. She was huge. She was huge. Um, Physically not imposing. Uh, She, I think might be an endurance athlete. She might be a runner. I'm not sure. It didn't really come up on Survivor, but um, she doesn't have big muscles. I don't think. Uh, But mentally, she had everyone in the game tripping all over themselves, trying to go to the end with her and be her number one. And she just ruthlessly cut them out one by one by one. Here's a hot take, though. I don't think she's going to do well on the challenge. Not only for the the physical reasons, but I think she's coming in with one of the worst reputations to have. Um, I think she's going to be in a world of hurt on this season. Wow, I think I hadn't really thought about it to be honest with you, but now that I've heard you kind of explain it like that, I agree actually. And I think it's the first person we've really said that about uh, of the survivor players. Everyone else we think has a decent chance uh, of at least getting far. But yeah, I could see Shan's reputation uh, come back to haunt her, especially recency bias. Her season's fairly recent. Uh, like guys like Dominic, who dominated their season, it's been a little bit, right? So it's fresh on people's right. minds. And, yeah, I could definitely see that. Here's another thing. Um, first of all, Shan's probably, if, if she was listening to this, which she's not, if she was, she's probably laughing right now because if anyone can manipulate their way to the end of a season, it's her. Uh, I right. also wouldn't be surprised if she just, uh, uh, just dominated the game politically. But another reason why I th- fear for her in this game is the structure, which we haven't talked about that yet. Um, I feel like now might be a good time to bring it up a little bit, but uh, the players are going to start with a thousand bucks, and you need five thousand dollars to make it to the final. And um, apparently, we don't know the details, but you earn that money by either winning dailies, the the daily challenges, or by winning eliminations. So 
I think that that just might be another reason why she could be targeted for eliminations by some of the bigger players in the game. Yep, I definitely agree. Uh, she seems like fresh meat in that type of way. Uh, maybe people keep her around too for that reason, uh, you know, to save her just in case they do need uh, those extra bucks at the end. Um, maybe. So, maybe. So, and maybe she could use that too. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. So I'm excited to see how she plays this game. Yeah. She's definitely one of the people I'm most excited to see and, play. And that's the thing that's exciting about seeing these players on the challenge is a lot of them are a lot more strategic uh, than what we usually see on this show. So they're going <laughs> to yeah. figure out ways to try to stay and they're going to try. It's not like they're not going to fight like we don't see on the challenge. Like these people aren't just going to go out with a whimper. So that's that's going to be exciting too. Well, yeah, most of them probably. This is got to be like one. We're right? about to talk. We're about to talk about the Big Brother people, and there's some people who will go out. <laughs> yeah, with, with, with exactly. We haven't gotten into Big Brother yet. Definite whimpers here. Uh, this might make for more exciting uh, podcasting because I feel like the previous people were just like, "Oh, they're going to do so good. They're going to do so good." But, but now, really, people think that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I'm looking at the first Big Brother person. Oh, I can't wait. I All can't right. wait to talk. So about, let's just get into yeah. it then. Let's not bury the lead. Uh, so well, we, we got Desi. We got. Desi. Next, oh yeah sorry it. sorry so just to finish off with survivor we have desi williams who was on survivor 30 something uh heroes 35 heroes, hustlers heroes the one that ben won. Healers versus hustlers the one that ben won yes they didn't really interact so that much though yeah so we talked about um ben and sarah they were tight allies uh we talked about shan and um danny yeah they were uh allies not tight allies uh ultimately and this is another connection. Desi played on Ben's original season. So that yes. is another connection. Tyson, Sarah, um, and Ben have also all played together. But go ahead. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All on yeah. the winner's season. Um, yeah. Hopefully that's it. Desi yeah. is um, one of those people that you look at her accomplishments and you're like, that doesn't make sense. Like, how is one person able to do all of those things? Like you in know? life? She's what just... has she done? I feel like she's done so much. I feel like okay. she's a... Uh, uh, I'll look it up. This real is so quick. embarrassing. Keep going, I thought, yeah. I, okay, you look it up. I'm going off of memory, but I believe she's like a, a multiple like pageant winner, some like big name competitions. I seem to remember her having just some cool career accomplishments and being like physically very fit too. Um, I don't remember the details though, so this is kind of embarrassing. But I yeah. just remember going into that season that she was getting a lot of attention for just having like a, a stacked resume. I don't see um, anything about that, but interesting comment. She when they asked her what Survivor contestant are you most like, she said Tasha Fox. No, well yeah. that's good research, good digging. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I wonder uh, how that <laughs> yeah. will play out. Yeah. Probably good, good for Tasha in building a, a blonde. Yeah, for right sure. away. Um, does he uh, didn't have a long run in Survivor? She got cut right after the merge, um, yeah. so we really haven't seen her play an individual game. Kind of a question mark, right? Kind of a question mark. I think she's also one of those Survivor players who, like some other people we were talking about, like Danny, it's not like she did anything crazy wrong to get voted out, right? Like, I think it was one of those yeah. things where they didn't want to vote for her because she they knew she wouldn't have the idol type of thing. Um, so just kind of unfortunate circumstance. She's somebody I could totally see going the Amber Borzocha route of not really being a huge presence on their first show, but going on the challenge and doing super well. Uh, she looks very in shape. She's got some, some guns on her. Um, and she is kind of low key 
you can kind of forget about her. She can kind of fade into the background if she needs to. She's not like huge into the drama. She seems super likable. Uh, decently strategic from what I remember. So I don't see any reason she shouldn't do well. Yep. I agree with all that. Mostly, I'm, I'm glad she gets a chance to play again. Um, yes. This is another one from a while ago that uh, I haven't thought of in a while. But I think yeah. based on what we've seen, deserving of a second chance. Simply got screwed over by the numbers after the merge, how they shook out from what we saw. So we'll see how yeah. she does. She's she's a good she's a deep cut like she's not some like the first person I would think of to cast on this show but good job on casting because they must have liked her in casting right. yeah okay uh, let's keep going let's keep pushing ahead and yes. try to get through these players uh, before midnight uh, yes. our time a lot. This. Yeah. the first Big Brother player on this website okay. is David Alexander now for those unfamiliar with his oh, work man. Um, how would you describe David Joseph disappointing is maybe the the word that i would think of most with david uh to set him up for you guys he was on a season of big brother where he got voted out the first night for basically no reason like they had picked somebody and he just went home by unfortunate circumstance gets to come back in the game for a little bit and he talks in the confessionals and he sounds like this super strategic guy. And we're like, oh man, like they need to bring this guy back. Like that sucks that like he got cut like that first. Like that's so unfair. They bring him back for another season and we're all, ex we're not excited because, uh, you know, he's going against all stars. People have played the game for a long time. But hey, he showed some potential. Maybe he can, you know, do some damage. And he was a complete dud in maybe every category that matters uh, on this show. Didn't seemingly take it seriously or study the show before going back on, which is really my biggest gripe with him. Um, and yeah. just was like, like basically a non-factor. It's like pe other people were playing around him and he lasted a little bit, but it was by really no merit of his own. Let me tell you a tale that I think really just encapsulates his game on All-Stars, okay? Some people are going to be familiar with this. If you're not, just bear with me for a second. Yeah. Um, there's a power in this game, midway through the game. Uh, all you need to know is that it let you save yourself for a week. Immunity, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it was a secret power, though. Uh, all people knew was who it was used on, not who won it. Well, David won it, and he needed it, and he used it on himself. None of that is interesting. The interesting part is that for reasons yet unknown to viewers, David decided to not tell anyone that he won the power. In fact, he, he lied about it. And the way he did that, again, for what gain? We don't know. Uh, it was to go around asking people, did, did, did you use the power on me? Did you use the power on me? Was it you? Was it you who used the power on me? And everyone was like, no, David, <laughs> you did. You used the power because you have no allies in this game and, and no one would use this on you for any reason. He was literally he so bad all yeah. week. He was literally so bad at lying that, like Eric said, people called him out to his face about it. And were like, dude, <laughs> stop trying to lie to me. Like, like this is terrible. Like, so funny. Someone who easily could have been cast on the season and, and who we will see on another season of another show, The Traders, Cody Calafiore, just laughed in his face. He was like, shut up. Stop <laughs> dude, it. And David was like attempting strategy. They oh only God. did not cast Cody on this show because he would win. Uh, but yeah. yeah, <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. David, and, and, um, and good call. Good yeah, call. David, yeah, like we said, uh, not much to see here. But who knows? 
He could maybe step it up on the challenge because the challenge, you don't have to be as strategic as you do on Big Brother. You just have to win. He didn't show a lot of prowess in the challenges, but he wasn't like outright bad, really, in anything. He just like non-factor. He lost badly to Cliff Hogg in a physical competition. That um, is true. I did forget who's about Who's a 50-something-year-old father of three Texas. You know, he could definitely not be on the challenge. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, interestingly enough, David's one of the players I'm most excited to see on the show. Yeah, Cause like, too, just what, what if he just flops so hard again? Oh, and what then if we he's see him like a beast. show down the road? Like, or what? what if he's like a beast too? What if he's like really good on the challenge? And we're, and That'd be hilarious too. It's like, it's like how Fessy did a turnaround on the challenge and everyone's like, Oh, you don't want to mess with David. That's not going to happen, I don't think. But um, Yeah, enough fan fiction. What we're really going <laughs> to see is we're going to see him flounder socially for a few weeks before he gets taken out by Enzo. <laughs> That's the thing about him is his social game even was just like non-existent. Like, yeah. Um, okay, enough bagging on him, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, we got to yeah. keep it going. Another Aza, person we can bag on. No. <laughs> awesome. What a cool um, name. Yeah. Um, Aza is someone she's she's rocking a different hairstyle coming into this season. It looks like uh, yeah. sleek hair, not the uh, afro that she had in Big Brother yeah. twenty three. Um, Aza is she's the always first killing of it. Many on the what? looks department. She's always killing it in the looks department. Like her, her different looks and yeah, she's got a cool fashion sense. Oh, big time. Um, yeah. So first of many people from Big Brother twenty three. This is like. Easily my least favorite part of the cast of the season is that there's just so many players from the same season who yeah. all work together and went deep together. It's right. um, like it's kind of weird. I don't know. They're probably going to be a huge target. Like right. Uh, let's. Do you want to set the stage a little bit? Like I'm sure most people know about the Cookout Alliance and Big Brother 23, but do you want to so, yeah. say real quick where that came from? Yeah. So there's nine house guests from Big Brother. Six of them are from season 23. And on season 23, there had never been a black winner of Big Brother before season 23. So, and honestly, there hadn't really been that many black people cast on the show, especially all in the same season. I think at most two had had been on a season together, which is wild to think about. Um, and this so CBS tried to course correct, and they had six black individuals in the house. And they decided to form an alliance, unbeknownst to the other castmates in the house, and stick with that till the end. And um, they managed to do it and pull it off, uh, unbeknownst to the other players. Aza was a part of that alliance. Actually, is it, is the whole alliance there except for Big D? Is that There's right? four. Uh, we're There's missing uh, Chada. Yes, I forgot about Chada. Yeah, who would be good on the show too? Uh, but yeah, so Chad is not there. But yeah, so we have four out of those six people in the Cookout Alliance um, in the game. They worked very closely together. And a lot of times it's not like they all got along all the time. But the principle yeah, of, from what, of, what, yeah, of what they were fighting for meant more to them than anything else. So they put that stuff aside, even though there were maybe people in the house they got along better with. And just for the principle, we want a black winner of the show. And they did get one in Xavier, who's on this season. Yeah, okay, great. Thanks. So I think the storyline coming in here is 
they were one of, if not the most successful alliances in Big Brother history, yeah. um, getting all six of their members to the final six. Um, but they really didn't get along in, in large chunks of the game, at least uh, certain members. So I think the story is, are they going to work together even? And even if they don't, even if they're like, we did it, now we don't have to work together, uh, like they might even be excited about that, I'm not sure. Yeah. They're gonna probably come in with a huge target, no matter what yeah. the reality is. As they, as they probably should, because they are, they're naturally gonna work with each other. Uh, you know, you have Derek X and Alyssa from the same season as well. They're all super friendly. And after the show, it seems like they can't stay away from each other. They're all always hanging out and everything like that. And <laughs> yeah. um, I think another interesting part of this will be that Tiffany and Aza and Kylan did sacrifice their games for Xavier in a way. And Xavier is ultimately the one who comes out on top. And, you know, do they harbor any type of feelings about that how's that going to play out so there, there is some intrigue here as well yeah that's the cookout uh you know and Alyssa and derek in a nutshell going back to aza herself um yes. real quick she got third place i think she was known as a really sweet person i think she was uh very well liked in the house um, she had some moments. She she had some uh, very crafty moments, uh, especially with Tiffany, another player who's on the season. But for the most part, she wasn't a strategic force uh, in the game. Um, she had her moral reasons for playing, and that guided her in making a lot of decisions that a lot more than most players. So like, I don't expect her to be very cutthroat at all. Yeah. Um, and physically, she also wasn't that great at competitions. So. This is an interesting casting choice to me, honestly, um, for a show like The Challenge. I like Aza. She's really funny. And I think that's the underrated thing about her is that she's pretty funny. Um, and she did have some drama moments in the house that made her interesting as well uh, from time to time. Her little crush on Xavier and stuff like that. Um, was it, was that funny? Was that funny for I you? Thought it, I, thought, I thought it was fun at certain points. Uh, I got sick of it by the 50th confessional of the season. She, she was fun for other reasons. But, but, um, <laughs> but I think she's going to do bad on the challenge. Uh, I don't think this is her show at all. Uh, she I got, think she might quit. She never, yeah, I could see. The, ooh, good call. Yeah, I, if, there's a, if there is a call for quitters of the season, she's definitely up the top of the list. She barely got out of bed on Big Brother. Um, to even strategize with people, and now you're telling me she's gonna, you know, do all these challenges, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I think she might lay her down on her life for a friend, uh, one of those, kind of like Evelyn did once upon a time in yeah. uh, the challenge. Raquel I again. think socially she'll be good. People yeah, like she her. wasn't Big Brother. Yeah. I, j I j I'll be honest, I don't get this casting choice for a show like the challenge at yeah. all. Um, it doesn't just... make a lot of sense to me. Especially if it's so. like, yo, um, you know, we already have this huge alliance. Do we really need, like, Asa, like, in here as well? Like, I don't know. Yeah, if she couldn't compete in uh, Big Brother um, physically or, like, really her heart, you know, yeah. in a lot of ways. As far as, like, the type of player we like to see is someone who's all in, who, like, plays to win and all that. She had her reasons for not playing to win that make a lot more sense than in most other seasons. But, like, even still, she just never struck me as super competitive. So... Um, I'm just repeating myself. Uh, we'll see how it goes, yeah. but that's my honest prediction. What can I say? Yeah, sorry, Alza. So next up, uh, Alyssa Lopez, who was also on that same season. Uh, kind of, you know, unremarkable in uh, certain regards, too. I don't think she was winning a bunch of challenges or anything. 
didn't leave a huge imp she actually lasted quite a bit uh now i think about it but didn't leave a huge impression on me but i think this show i think she she'll do well um or she'll do fine i don't know i think this is a better show for her i think physically she's yeah she's i think she is competitive and we probably didn't see the extent of it on big brother i'm guessing mm-hmm. uh, but here's the thing she was uh, seventh place she was the last surviving non-cookout member and guess what it wasn't because of how big of a threat she was i'll tell you that much <laughs> she's pretty clueless about the alliance there's a reason why she was left to the end um oh, so she didn't make the biggest impression on her big brother season yes but i feel like she's you know she looks like she's made for the challenge right I do think she could do a lot better on the challenge. Um, yeah, I think we'll yeah. see if she can compete. And her physical game is probably what she's going to need to rely on to win. But I think she is an athlete, and she's a, yeah. she wants to win badly, I'm guessing. so She could be, she could be funny, too. Like, she could be quirky and stuff like that. She has her moments, you know. So Yeah. I think individually, the cast of Big Brother 23, a lot of them were, like, you know, pretty nice-seeming people, pretty likable and all yeah. that. Um, a lot of them just got overshadowed by the... Um, cookout alliance just dominating yeah they had no shot at a certain point yeah so it, it, it was impressive and like it was just brutal like watching everyone just have no chance whatsoever it was and, just steamroller and the person i think the most responsible for it being such a steamroll is the person we're going to talk about next which is okay Tiffany i'm excited mitchell um you know, once again kind of like a, a surprise casting choice for me personally just because you know, typically the uh, cast skews a little younger, but the I'm glad to see Tiffany on this. She is a gym rat, from what I remember, uh, even before her season, um, and she is super strategically gifted, uh, the best player on her cast, I would say. And had she not been playing for this greater purpose to have one of them win and one of the cookout win, I feel like she would have dominated. So, yeah, um, easily the player I'm most excited to see for all those reasons. I don't have much to add. Um, if you didn't watch Big Brother 23, then just know that Tiffany was the mastermind of the season and uh, left a lot of potential on the floor. And I'm really curious to see how she does in a game like uh, the challenge, except now she's a known commodity. Yeah. So not like the most physically imposing like right. yeah, i think she works out and all that but like she's not i don't think she's uh like i think huge you know like in physical eliminations so i think she's strong i think she is going to be better than a lot of the girls in those personally but i do think a little bit of the shan smith effect like we were talking about with shan i think is gonna you know be with tiffany because her season is the most recent one she was lauded as the strategist the whole season, which she was. And, yeah. Um, also, another thing about Tiffany, super funny, uh, super great in the confessionals, very entertaining as yes. well. So, great casting choice. Great casting choice. Yeah, thank you. I was remiss in not mentioning that. Um, it, she was great. She was, she was really good. She uh, kept the season alive in a lot of times. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, okay. S- so next up is uh, another, I think, interesting choice. Um, this one was weird. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, did so, not see this one coming. Yeah. So Enzo Palumbo, um, who, the meow meow, um, who, if you don't know, is 
If you don't um, get that nickname, you'll never get it. You, yeah. It's just the Meow Meow. Don't ask he, questions. Ento is somebody who, he might be one of the better Big Brother players to ever pro- play. Uh, but he's just never won. He's never, like, gotten and over yet. that hump. <laughs> uh, quite, but, like, to me, it's so hard to get far on t- on this, on Big Brother in general. And so to go far two seasons, there is something to be said. He's gotten third, right? And then second. Yep. Yeah, like, yep. that's insane. Um, but he just never was dominant enough. I feel like not at the forefront enough to ever get quite past that hump, but he has so many skills that make him really good at these shows. Um, I know he started working out recently a lot more doing the CrossFit and stuff like that. Similar to Dom. He is a little bit, he's a lot older than a lot of these guys though. So I kind of, I worry about some of those things, but, um, like I said before, socially really good. Um, strategically a lot better than you would expect. And I'd say pretty good as well. Um, physically, he's never been a huge force on these shows. Uh, I think he went his whole first season without winning a single competition until the OTEV, right? Um, and that yeah. was it. <laughs> um, um, okay. Yeah. Joseph, you're being kind. I'm, I decided to go into this podcast, uh, oh. guns are blazing. Whoa. Um, Enzo is a layup. He is the definition oh! of a layup. He's a layup. <laughs> He's a layup. I'm calling my shot, man. Um, oh, man. He is. He, he, let me go with the good. He, he's a very funny guy. He's socially one of the best, I would say. One of the best. Yeah. Where he fails in um, Big Brother is two things. He can't win competitions. No. Not literally. He did win, like, what, one? But he, he, he really has not been good in competitions. And he also seemingly uh, doesn't have that killer instinct at the end of the game that you need to win. He's he yeah. like likes to build his alliances and do a really good job of that, and then ride them out really far into the game. But then he kind of like falls apart at the very end. His game does anyway. So uh, and then coming into the challenge, I just think that people are going to be very happy to go against him in a lot of eliminations. I think that's fair. I didn't really think about people specifically seeking him out to target him, uh, but I could see that now that we're thinking about it. Um, and yes, he does not have the killer instinct, but I do feel like you need that less in the challenge than you do on like those other shows. I feel like it matters less. Yeah, when you like, especially Big Brother, where you need to get to the final two. Right. Um, then you you really need a good end game plan. Challenge, not so much. Which you just he did. need to make the final. So. Um, yeah, so no we'll see. We'll see. He's got a killer cast photo. He looks intense, um, but I don't yeah. think he's going to make it to the final. And, and sometimes, like on the challenge, unfortunately, as good of a soul, you can have as good of a social game as you want, but it's, you know, survival of the fittest. And like you said, if, you know, people want to seek out somebody, they might seek him out. Um, Next up, we got Xavier. Yeah, one more per- thing. One more thing. Yes. I'm happy he's on the challenge. Uh, I like it when they have a real mixed bag of players, actually, um, especially for a goofy thing like this where, you know, <laughs> I don't need everyone to be an Olympic athlete. So uh, I'm no, excited yeah. to see how he does and if he can talk his way to the end. Uh, but, oh. with, again, with the incentives, like the, the, the you know targets on everyone, the cash pr- incentive to win eliminations, I fear for my friend Enzo here. And we like Enzo. Uh, Enzo's hilarious on That's these shows. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> super. He's very entertaining. Uh, you guys need to look up a YouTube video of him where he talks about working for a crayon company. It's great. Um, but yeah, that was, that was good. <laughs> yeah. So look that anyway. up. Anyway, moving on. Xavier Prather. 
uh, the winner uh, of Big Brother 23, the first African-American winner. Um, Xavier is, in, I think, really good at these shows just generally. I think he has a lot of skills that seem transferable. He wasn't like a huge beast in any of the comps. I don't actually near the end he was kind of picking it up a little bit. I'll say, um, so he was good enough, and I think at all of them, uh, strategic enough, and social enough. But I don't feel like he was particularly great at everything, great at anything. But that he was just even keel and super balanced across the board. Yeah, well, he thrived in a situation where he really needed to make it to the final six. And then once he did, uh, he just skated to the end. And I use that word intentionally because you know what I think his nickname should be is uh, much like another winner, Iceman. <laughs> yes. This dude he is, really is so And calm, he dressed cool, up as collected. Frozone for Halloween. Did he actually? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I say that because his game was probably one of the most composed uh, games uh, at all times. He is someone who's a master of his emotions, I think. Yeah. Um, he reminds me of Dan Giesling in that way. Um, he's uh, just always in control, very meticulous. He's a deep thinker. I think he thinks everything that he says and does through. And, again, there's a, the thing where Tiffany, like, really could have made some different moves that positioned her a lot better in the end if there wasn't for the, the cookout alliance that they all wanted to see make the final six. But... I don't think that should take too much away from Xavier's game. Like, I think he he's legit. And physically coming into the challenge, he's probably looking to be one of the top contenders too, I think. I think that something to, to say about his game as well is, like you said, he has a lot of poise and everything like that. Uh, he is a lawyer, uh, so, you know, very smart and strategic. Yeah, checks and, out. And also with, like, him winning on the back of this cookout alliance, I feel like they all at a certain point wanted him to win right and he was so like ingratiated and had such good relations with him and they were like you're, you'll be such a good representative uh for us and for this season you know that speaks to his uh social prowess as well so yeah and then the flip side of course like we've talked about with tiffany like we talked about with um uh shan uh he's probably going to come in with one of the bigger targets in this game yeah, I would agree. Um, I don't know. And, like, he's physically, like, he's cut and everything like that. But, like I said, I don't know in these competitions how he's going to do. And he's also, I don't know if he's, like, super big in comparison to these other guys, too. Uh, I don't know either, but, like, I don't know. He's he's, he's pretty jacked. He looks pretty he's jacked, jacked. But some of these other guys brother. are jacked and, like, tall. And I don't know. Isn't he um, tall? Is he not tall too? I'm pretty, he pretty sure he's tall. He doesn't seem super tall to me. Like when I was watching those first three minutes, but maybe that was the positioning of where they're, you know, standing or whatever. But anyway, I'll be um, honest. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. As a podcaster, I should be better, but like I, I don't have their heights memorized yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on that. We'll so get on. We'll it. have to get yeah. back to you. Uh, next up, we have Angela Rummins, who was on Big Brother 20, right? Yeah, and she made yep. it to fourth place. Um was i think very like physically gifted right in a lot of challenges uh i feel like she does like something else too like outside like doesn't she have like a workout program or something like that that she hawks to people online or something 
Probably. That sounds <laughs> don't, about they right. all, don't they all? Don't they all? Sounds anyway, about right. But anyway, um, you know, um, she was kind of known as like being an ice queen on her season. I feel like that was the big thing about her was she had like a cold personality and we didn't really like see a, a lot of like the friendly Angela. Like she was pretty like cutthroat to Rachel, <laughs> who was like her biggest ally in her goodbye message. Like that was pretty like mean, like for no reason seemingly. I guess she thought she betrayed her, but still it, it seemed like a lot. Um, yeah. But I think once again, this might be a better show for her. Uh, even though she oh, did really well is. with Big Brother. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. She had no chance of winning Big Brother, actually, now that I think about it. Even though she made it very far socially, uh, she seemed like a GOAT, actually. And like she yeah. would have been somebody that nobody wanted to vote for. Um, so, yeah, I think this might actually be, like you said, a better show for her. Because you don't have to be likable. Yeah, really. I think um, physically she has every chance to succeed and do well i think she's an athlete she's very competitive uh she seems made for the challenge in that way and i wouldn't be surprised if she does really well i don't think she's going to be the mastermind of the season but you don't have to be at all to win the challenge so uh you know on that front she's fine um i don't really know what more there is to say she got fourth in big brother she got taken out by her showmance essentially who like refused to make an action to keep her uh, in that week, which was a big mistake. That's kind of what I most remember her for. Um, Not a lot else. Yeah, not a lot here. Uh, But like I said, she'll probably be better on this show. Um, But yeah, not a huge impression. Next up is Derek uh, Zhao, or Derek X, as he's more commonly known. Yeah, I didn't actually know his last name at all until I saw it spelled out yeah. just now. Yeah, he was known as Derek X because there's another Derek in the house, so it's kind of hard to shake that. Like he's still Derek X to me. He was probably the second biggest character on Big Brother 23, aside from Tiffany. Um, yep. A lot of people love Derek X. He didn't make it super far, but made it far enough to leave an impression. He did really well on the show, I would say, for not never watching it or anything like that before going on. He was kind of figuring it out as he went. And he did pretty good. He seemed like really good at the competitions and stuff like that. This is another person, though, uh, maybe similar to Enzo, unfortunately, where I feel like if people are, you know, licking their teeth, trying to go against somebody in elimination, uh, they might pick Derek. And he might not necessarily lose because I think he would be good at anything that's not like super physical. Um, So they might wrongly pick him in in certain things. Um, But... If it's something like a hall brawl or anything like that, obviously not his jive. Okay, yeah. So Derek, I get what you're saying, and I think you might be right. Derek has a problem where he has a very lean, athletic, but slender body, kind of like a tennis player's body, which I think we all can agree is extremely sexy in real life. Yes. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves the tennis player's build. The most appealing male body unbiasedly. type very common. Yeah, yeah. That's that. what everyone drools over. But in the show like The Challenge, yeah, he might get underestimated. Here's the thing. If people didn't watch the season. He was really good at yeah. the competitions. He's very athletic. And I think yeah. that, um, you know, it, like you said, if people are looking for someone who's just, like, not physically imposing, they might make a big mistake and pick him. Um, yeah. The other thing I would say about him is that some players are likable. Derek was lovable. Like, he was beloved, yes. I think, by yeah. the players and by the people watching. And I see no reason to disagree with that. I think he's like a super likable dude. So he's got that going for him too. 
I saw some concerns from people that might he might be too young, but like you said, I think his social game is just so good that it's not going to matter. Yeah. So uh, he's funny as shit too. One of the funniest oh, yeah, players he was I've seen great. in a long he time. He was great and strategic, and he tried to play the game, and he was great. Great casting choice. Glad to see him back. Uh, hope he does well, but I could see it going very sideways very fast. We'll see. It, it just depends on what type of eliminations he gets. But I do think he might be an early target. So next up is Kylan yeah. Young, who not our favorite. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Best known for Twitter feuding with uh, no fewer than sixty companies <laughs> before going on Big Brother. How do you even describe Kylan? Man, he is such a interesting character. I've never done such a one eighty on somebody from preseason until the end of the show. Like preseason, I was like, I'm gonna love this guy, and then watching him on Big Brother and seeing him, I was like, I hate him. Like I can't stand him. Like he just uh, very arrogant, very pretentious. Um, seemingly would manipulate people about things at times where he didn't need to and just like did it for the sake of doing it but whatever um really the thing you know how to describe oh go ahead i thought you're done yeah really the thing that left a bad taste in our mouth is him bringing up uh xavier's nephew uh for no reason in the context of the game um and just talking about how xavier wasn't a good role model for his kid because he was cutting uh, Kylan in the game uh, it, the whole backstory and everything there's more to it but it was just a really ugly moment that left a bad taste in my mouth for Kylan so. unfortunately for Kylan it was his exit moment too so it really yes. stuck out for a lot of people that was yeah. his final act in the game uh, you can look it up if you're curious um, I think physically I'll start with that he's, yeah. a, he's, he's, a, he's a big guy he's got uh, yeah. size he's got muscles he's athletic um, I think he did well in the competitions he was pretty uh, good it's hard to say big brother competitions I mean they're not like, like the challenge at all the fact the way that you describe it's, it's weird that it's the same word to me uh, like big brother competition the challenge competition like you shouldn't use the same word to describe those two things because it's like describing uh, two completely different things. Um, yeah, there's carryover, like thinking in the moment, coordination, balance. There's certain things, endurance, you know. But yeah, can I make a confession? That whole time I was uh, stalling, trying to come up with an analogy in my head that it was like comparing besides apples and oranges, but I I, I couldn't, so yeah, I just you know kind of petered out. Yeah, um, kind of like the analogies Kylan... Kylan used to try to make uh, in conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no it, was, it was really a tribute to Kylan. The, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Kylan, um, he's the type of person. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, he's the type of person who. Like he he was legitimately good at manipulating people yes. into doing what he wanted, serving the cookout in the game. But then he would go and like make excuses for it and try to justify like why he wasn't really a mean or bad player in the game when we all I think were probably screaming at our television like just own the fact that you're playing a game and that you're doing a good job of it. And yeah. uh, he couldn't really ever do that. He's and just I a think huge that grated on people. And yeah. he can talk for two hours and say nothing. Uh, there were so oh, many. Yeah, I forgot there, about that. There were so many quirks about Kylan's personality. That, so many montages. <laughs> yeah, he he sniffs tortillas. Like yeah, there's the whole thing. But um, yeah, so, watch out for that in the challenge house. That could get you kicked out a lot faster than yeah. in the Big Brother house. They will send you in the elimination for putting your nose on the tortilla. Um, but yeah, can we explain that by the way, real quick? Like he would literally take tortillas out, uh, smell them, rub them up, and put them face, back. Smell them and then put them back. Yeah. 
That's that was a move that he did the many times. What the hell is times. wrong with you, boy? Anyway, <laughs> so, so yeah. But you, hopefully he's learned from that before he yeah. lives in another house. Oh man, come on. Uh, so, um, Eric, I'm I'm not into the Amazing Race. I'm not an Amazing Race watcher, but that is where you're gonna ah. help us out here. You're a big Amazing. My race time fan. to shine. Are you excited yeah. to see these people? Do you feel like um, they pick good I, people? I I am mostly. Um, you could say that I'm sixty six point six percent excited <laughs> to see these players. Got you. All right. So uh, let's not bury the lead. Let's get into it. So first we have Kayla Platt. Yes. Okay. So we only have three amazing racers. Kind of an interesting casting choice. <laughs> like, but it's a challenge. Like, why why am I surprised? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. There's no rhyme or reason. Um, Kayla. Uh, she played on the most recent season of The Amazing Race, and um, I mean, I'll just I'll just tell you, she's one of the people that I am excited to see. Oh, I think okay. she's really fun. Cool. Um, she's one of those personalities that's like just totally bubbly, laughy taffy, uh, giddy. Um, she's very funny. Her and her partner were like easily two of the funniest people on the race. What was they had a grand old time. They were friends and flight attendants. Uh, her and her partner Rachel. That's a good question. You always need a gimmick um, for these shows. You you do you do. <laughs> um, and sometimes even even a really good gimmick isn't enough uh, to get on the show. If, what do you, you mean? Know, your personality isn't good enough. Not that I would know anything about that. Uh, so, the second place a finish on the season. Um, she did really well. Her her and her partner. <laughs> they were very good. They were consistently in the top of the pack. Not quite oh, wow. good enough to win, though. They were, I think, um, you could say pretty definitively the second best team. You might argue top two or three. Um, but they fell short at the end. Uh, going into the challenge, how is she going to do? I have no goddamn clue. I think that she's probably really good endurance-wise. Um, I think she probably trained for that for the race, and she looked really good at that aspect. But, like... I don't, I don't know. We don't see a lot of uh, hand-to-hand combat in the race, believe it or not. Yeah. So her and the rest and of these players, of I think, are kind either. of questions. Yeah, that's right. Amazing race. Not a ton of strategy. Mostly just navigating and a lot of self-driving legs where they really won or lost based on how well they could read a map. So, but you um, said she's likable, yep. so maybe she can ingratiate herself with people. So Yeah, she might just get picked off right away. I think all these racers... <laughs> have that danger but i think she's certainly more than capable of ingratiating herself i can can see that being a huge possibility too by the way but go ahead yep that's my scouting report on kayla leo should we move on okay tell me if you have any thoughts on them based on their cast photos do you know anything about leo hell no okay based on his photo um what, what do you think he was like on the race uh let me okay um he seems like a fun character like a fun guy. Okay. Ding. One for one. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, uh, that's probably what he was most known for. Um, I'll, I'll give that to you and move on. He's also one of the most consistently good racers. This oh. is Leo of Leo and Jamal fame. They were known as the Afghanimals. That was their self-described oh, okay. uh, nickname. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think people probably have mixed feelings about him. I'm sure that he was rubbing some viewers the wrong way. Uh, he's very loud, loved attention, uh, loved flirting with the, the hot blondes on his season, and, like every chance he got. Sometimes it was much. Um, but I think for the most part, him and his teammates should be remembered for being competitive. They got fourth and then fourth and then third. Couldn't quite ever seal the deal, but they made it deep every single time they raced. 
Um, they were also known for lying their asses off their first season yeah. of the race and getting targeted a lot and getting U-turned, which means like getting a, a big setback, having to go back and do another whole extra challenge again. And then they survived that multiple times. Oh, wow. um, you know, so they, they have a good reputation in that way. And again, that's really it. I think he's like a little slight of build. He's yet another person who... It's the challenge. He might get picked on in these eliminations. Um, yeah. And he's also in an amazing race. So he might not have as many connections as some of these other people. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if Amazing Race just dies within the first two episodes. Oh, oh no. Um, so, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and who, who knows? knows if they're going to keep bringing back Amazing Race people if they keep, you know, floundering. Um, next up, we have James Wallington. You know what? It's it's only fair because on the all-star season of the Amazing Race, they brought back like half Amazing Racers and then some Survivor. Oh, some big and they players. dominated, right? Yeah, you'll never guess who dominated. Yeah. It was the teams of people who had done this once or twice before. Yeah. Victor so. Arroyo and Nicole were the last uh, people standing, right, of that? That's right, yeah. yeah. You look at you. You, you yeah. know the Amazing Race. I know Racing. a little bit. Yeah. I know a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, last amazing racer, and I don't have as much to say about him, even though he is the uh, winner of his season. You don't have um, much to say about him. No, I don't remember won? that much. I okay. don't remember all that much. So he's this is the player I'm like not as excited to see back, and it's really uh. nothing personal. I just don't really remember as much about him. Plus, um, he won a season that was like kind of lame. You know, it was it was kind of a lame season. Oh, it was like a bad season. Yeah. So the deal with his season that he won, um, unless I'm like completely losing my mind, I'm gonna go check this up right now. But I'm pretty sure his season was, and it was like the the second to last season. So like I just clearly have wiped it from my memory. It was a season where there was a majority alliance that got like really sanctimonious and like really just uh, dominated and like helped each other out and shut out all the other teams and like it, it wasn't fun. Um, but it was effective. It was very effective. And he is a very smart player. He prepared so hard, him and his teammate, um, Will, uh, who's his, uh, I think they were just dating at the time and then engaged, might be married now. I'm not sure. Um, overprepared, huge fans, super fans, nice. practice like every possible challenge. Love that about them. Um, Again, I think they were kind of almost a victim of their super successful alliance because it just wasn't interesting at all, and we didn't really get to see a lot, I don't think, personality-wise. Um, although he got cast for a reason, no doubt. But um, socially, like, you know, he, he built a really successful alliance. Can he do it again? I don't know. Physically, I don't think he's bringing all that much to the challenge uh, compared to the challengers that we're used to seeing. These seem like some quizzical choices from The Amazing Race, no? They do. They do seem like <laughs> quizzical choices, some of them. Kayla, I get more than any of the other ones. I think she's, yeah. uh, you know, athletic and, like, personality-wise and all that. But, like, like these these guys don't look like challengers. It's kind of weird. It's like the band of misfits. Is there <laughs> anyone at the top of your head that you feel like should have been cast instead? Oh, that's, that's a good question. I mean, there's another former NFL player. Um, I forget his name, though. Like it was also from James' season. He was he was a pretty big personality. He was pretty funny, and he went far. So like maybe he didn't want to do it. I don't know. Um, you're putting me on the spot, and I'm trying to yeah, talk I'm and so think sorry. at the same time, yeah. and that's not good. But I'll let you know if I think of any for the rest of the podcast. I might yeah. go Wikipedia it up right now. Yeah. All right. Can you okay? Can you take over from me? Give me a chance to breathe, 
And uh, it's, t- it's time for you to shine, Joseph, because now it's time to talk about Love Island. Yes. Uh, this is your area of expertise, right? Yes. So I am going to Google every contestant uh, beforehand <laughs> and just try to do Okay. So, yeah. Before you do that, before you do that, since so many people are going to uh, exit this right now, Which thanks for should. listening. If you've gotten this far, uh, yeah. please subscribe if you want to see more. We're super excited to talk about the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe again. Uh, you got to say all these things multiple times. Okay, now for the fun. If you're if you're curious, if you got a long car ride, Joseph, uh, go ahead. I just had to get that in there. What are we going to do with this batch of players from a show we've never seen? Okay, so we got Cashel, um, who is a musician and a model, and he was on Love Island on 2019. Okay, remember to issue a blanket apology for all name pronunciations. Don't yes, that blanket part. apology. We'll try to get it right. He's from Sacramento, California. Um, and that is really it. Uh, not okay, what do you think? How do you think he's gonna do? And like, what do you think his personality is like based on his cast photo? I'll do um, the next one. So I will say he was aware that Tyson was a threat in one of his videos. I remember he was talking about why he feels like Tyson's a threat and stuff like that. And so he sounded like he knew the game fairly well. Um, and he seems like he's in physical shape. So you know, yeah, I don't know. Okay, Might lock it down. Good. I'm. I, you know what we should do? We should really re-listen to this um, and see how dead on we were about everyone because I'm sure we're, we're just going to crush it here. Oh, yeah. We're obviously going to be right about everything. Um, the <laughs> next person is Kyra Green. Um, or Kira. I'm or not Kira. totally sure. I think it's Kyra. Um, but um, she, Eric, I don't know if you know this, she was on Love Island. And <laughs> when she was... Go on. She, when she was 12 years old, she was on Kids Bop. She was on Love Island when she was 12 years old? Dude, no, that's no, she was up. on Kids that's Bop. Do you remember Kids Bop? Uh, I do. Is that the one that was like Kids Bop 38? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll never yeah. believe it, but we made another one. We're doing, we're doing a cover of like a Pink song or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah. And, wow. Uh, she was Her accolade on... list just goes on and on. Yep. She, I remember, was talking about how she felt her biggest strength would be her social game, uh, that she would, you know, be everybody's friend. And let's see, it looks like that, that, that she um, chose to couple up with Cashel. So there seems to be some history there uh, on Love Island. They were coupled up oh. a little bit. So. Oh, interesting. <laughs> how will this affect the Challenge USA? I guess we have to watch and find out. There's a reason we don't watch Love Island, I think. Melvin Cinco Holland Jr. He hold goes on, by hold on, hold on. Yes. Joseph, are you just going to like gloss over Kai Kira and uh, not give me a chance to talk about her? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Please. Okay. No, I just wanted to say one thing, actually, and that's that back when I naively thought that I was going to put together little video summaries of all these uh, people when I was way more invested in <laughs> making videos and didn't have a full-time job again. I did a little bit of research and I actually think that I'm just going to call her Kira, um, even though I'm probably wrong. I think she's one to watch. I think she has a reputation what? from what I recall as someone who's super blunt 
and uh, genuinely did uh, win over a lot of viewers in, in that way. Oh, okay. And I think she could be a fan favorite, and she could be a force in the, in the challenge. So I'm oh, ready to believe her self-appraisal and say that she might have a good social game. I don't so. know. She got dumped on day 24, though, so I don't know. Oh, but anyway. Uh, you know what? I take everything <laughs> I said back. That's embarrassing. <laughs> so we have Melvin Cinco Holland. It looks like he goes by Cinco, which having a yeah. name like Melvin, I totally understand. Um, so he looks pretty, so mean. He looks so pretty, mean. You know him, right? He looks pretty jacked. He's gonna find you and beat your ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should not insult this guy. <laughs> he knows I'm right too, or else he wouldn't go by that nickname. Um, so um, remember, Cinco. This is a uh, Joseph Rodriguez who's speaking right now. Yes, not my Eric Eldridge. My address one. is three. No. Um, so Cinco is on this show, and. He looks pretty jacked. Uh, he would definitely murder me in any competition uh, that we did, uh, similar to most of the people on these shows. And um, that's really all I have to say about him. I think he has a relationship with Cachet. Uh, they were coupled up, and that was a huge thing on their season, but who cares? They yeah. were. Past tense. Yes. Uh, they're, they're broken up. That, that much I do know. Yeah. Uh, the, anything you got, Cinco? Yeah, um, Cinco, I think, okay, um, judging by his cast photo, I think he is, uh, he's a partier. Um, it's yeah. a wild inference I'm making based on his photo and not the fact that he was cast on Love Island. Uh, I think that, you know what, here's, here's a bold claim. I actually think the Love Islanders are going to do pretty well. And I'd say that's bold because Survivor, Big Brother, they're known more as strategic competition shows, but... I feel like in the challenge, like if you can just get along with people and have a good time and be ripped, that is I think that might be kind of a recipe for success in a lot of ways. So I think, uh, I think he's going to do, he's going to do great. He's going to do great. He's a big contender, uh, likable partier type dude. Um, I'm making all of this up. Also too, I don't know if we've talked about this, but I could see some of these challenge competitors, maybe, or the survivor, big brother people trying to do a little too much. Uh, when they get on this show and thinking mm. that it is like Survivor and Big Brother where it's not. It's like a couple of people are going to make it to the end. So you don't have to be as uh, cutthroat as you would be. You don't have to be in control of everything uh, all the time. And I think you're right. People might be like the Love Island people might be better served just being themselves and chilling and partying because that's like what the challenge is uh, basically. So That's right. It's kind of a mix. It's like yeah. a little weird hybrid. Yeah. Okay, who's next? Let's finish this up. <laughs> um, so next up Oh, God, is, there's still so many left. Yeah, I know. Is Justine Joy. Uh, she uh, seemingly has, like, or I'm sorry, just her her Twitter handle is Justine Joy, but her last name is Nadiba, I believe. And she has about half a million Instagram followers. And that's all I can really discern. That's approximately, let me do the math, half a million more than me. That's yes. a lot. That is a lot. Um, Eric doesn't have a huge uh, social media presence anyway. But um, Yeah, but it's not because like, I'm not good at it. It's because like, I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't you know? even like, want to. I don't need the attention. Yeah. You know? I think she, did she win? I think it says she She's won She's a winner. She's yeah. a winner of Love Island too. Yeah, oh, and she's getting some fierce side eye in this photo. I feel like she's staring into my soul yeah. in this cast photo she's, right now. She's beautiful, by the way, I must say. 
Um, yeah, you know, I, I was thinking on this podcast, like maybe we um, we don't like talk about the players' looks. You know, I thought we were above that because, like, what if you say that and then it's like, do we not think Ben Drebergen's beautiful? You know, I, 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 I you know, Ben Drebergen's beautiful as well. You know what's interesting is that TJ described this cast as like beautiful several times. Yes. And he was like, they're so good looking. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I feel like the challenge casts are usually pretty attractive too. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. I would, that would, I would go say out of sometimes, uh, like, they kind of cast for that, right? Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. especially with the oh, the women's side sometimes. <laughs> the men too. Like, they get like, like Corey and like Nelson. Like, they're jacked and good looking and. Oh, Joe, so we got to stop. We're, we're going to talk about these hot guys all night long if we don't uh, yeah. stop ourselves. So we got to be know, careful. You know how I am. Uh, <laughs> to get me started. <laughs> when TJ was describing the cast, though, like, again, in a few interviews, uh, he was just talking about how hot all these uh, new players were. It was like, do you think the challenge cast are, are not that hot? Like, yeah. You're kind of implying that they're a bunch of fuggos, uh, TJ. Yeah. Like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you saying here? How, how dare you, TJ? But anyway... Um, yeah, Cassie. Justine, uh, she won. She's got to be a genius. She's she's the Shan of Love Island. That's yeah, what I've she'll, decided. She'll probably now. get targeted uh, for being such yep. a huge threat, and then yep, have the an early exit. So uh, next up, we have Cachet Proudfoot, not to be confused with Cashel Barnett. That's right. Um, I am going to say she is. I think she's a very genuine. Uh, person who got a lot of fans in her first season. Um, yes. She just has a winning smile in this photo. She's it looks genuine. She seems likable. She seems fun from from the stuff I've seen of her like preseason. And um, I don't know, like she doesn't seem like she's gonna thrive on the challenge. But you know, she seems like a fun character. She looks athletic as well. Uh, she looks like she hits the gym a lot. Does she? They all do. Okay. You, are you looking okay, at never mind. I'm, I'm on, I'm She's on, got I'm muscles. Her, I'm on her Instagram right now. Never mind. She, I, I see pictures of her working out. She she looked tiny. To I don't me know. She looks tiny. She might. Yeah. yeah she we can't pretty. really. Talk. I have no idea how big any of these people are. Really. Yeah. You know, um, it's hard to say. It's yeah. also interesting that Justine's photo. She looks like an evil mastermind and. Cachet looks like she's just trying to make friends her first day of summer camp, you know? <laughs> they're, they're very opposite looks. I was going to say who's Justine, but then I was like, we just talked about her. Um, so next up, we have um, Giovanni. Please let this end. Please mercifully Giovanni let this Vega. We have three more people here. Come on. Uh, Giovanni Vega. Um, I did not get a huge impression of him from his uh, preseason. He seems like maybe just like a fun character. Uh, don't think he seemed like ultra strategic or anything like that from I was what little I was able to gather. Yeah. Okay. Again, going by the cast photo, um, I can assure you uh, with the Hello Reality brand uh, seal of guaranteed results that Giovanni is a goofy motherfucker. Um <laughs> He is going to have loud, very loud confessionals. Um, I can assure you of that. And they're going to be uh, sometimes self-deprecating and sometimes poking fun at other people. And he's um, he's not going to do that great in the challenges, though. You know, he's not going to do that great. Um, yeah. All mass, no Yeah, he seems uh, like a Gabbo class. type or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you like my new saying? All mass, no master class. Because... Um, it uh, almost makes sense. 
I don't like it. Um, so the next person up I don't either. is Shannon St. Clair. I'm getting delirious, man. I'm, um, like, I'm losing it. She did is not. Is anyone still listening? Is anyone out there? Can I just stop me talking? As the person who would do well on this type of show, um, I I don't know. I, I looked her um, up, and the, one of the things I just saw hmm. is is Shannon St. Clair dating Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports. Okay, F minus. She's going to quit. She's going to lose the first elimination. This does not bode well for her. I already didn't like the look of her cast photo. Me neither. Um, you know what they say? Always judge a book by its cover. And I'm saying she's going to be a huge dud. I feel like girls like her cast. get cut on these shows all the time now. Like the bombshells and stuff. I feel like they get cut early. Uh, for exactly so. exactly um they're doing the smart thing which is again judging a book by its cover and saying yep. we got to get you out of here um so i think um you know i think i think i got the right read here this last girl this is totally fair i really hope i'm pronouncing her name right uh Sully. seems right yeah sure um Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Shannon St. Clair walked day 31 in Love Island. I didn't even see that. Does that mean she quit? Does that mean she quit Love Island? What I does that even, even mean? Why would you quit? Like, you get paid just to chill, right? It says dumped or walked. Giovanni got dumped in day 17. Oof, didn't make it that far. Cachet oh, made no. it a lot farther, but I don't even know how long the, the, the series goes. But she probably made it close to the end, dumped day 32. Okay, so I looked Shannon up the last Shannon walked day 31. And I actually found her bio from her original uh, season of Love Island. Okay, cool. Um, we don't need to like read it, though, or anything, right? Her celebrity crush is Patrick Swayze. Oh, my God. She's okay. a Gemini. All right. Get it um, out of your system. She says she's very athletic. So, You know, I say a lot of things. That doesn't really mean that much, dude. She was the captain of her high school cheerleading team. So, you know. It's not nothing. I was voted class clown in high school, but what that doesn't say is that there were 39 kids in my grade, and um, you know it would have been embarrassing if I wasn't. Oh man! Um, so beat she's out illegal. like 18 boys for that. She, she's a legal secretary. <laughs> All right, so we're done with Love Island. Um, <laughs> that was fun. That was great. I know that was great podcasting too. I know you guys. If love. you're still listening to this, like, what's? Are you okay? Are you doing okay? <laughs> Do you need help? Do you need to talk to? Do you need a friend? Yeah. Reach out. <laughs> Follow me on my Instagram. Eric, uh, we Eric E-L-D-R. Own, we can't roast our own viewers now. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, look, come on. Yeah. We roast ourselves like ten times for every one viewer roast at most. At I think most. that's fair. And now that we've done roasting, you guys, uh, rate us five stars on iTunes and uh, <laughs> subscribe. Do all that great stuff. Um, we are yeah, going we, to be back next week. Hopefully we've just negged you into a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little mystery method for you guys. Um, so um, next week, we are going to be talking about the finale of the Challenge All-Stars 3, as well as the premiere of the Challenge USA. Not sure where we're going to get those out. Now, or We'll see. We'll see how it works out. But Yeah, okay. So if you are... Just uh, you just found us, and you're just coming out of some kind of drug-induced haze right now at the end of this podcast because that's the only reason why you should still listen through that Love Island section. Then you should know that Joseph and I cover all of the challenge seasons, all of the dumb little spinoffs, uh, everything. All Stars, yes. which is going on now, 
Challenge USA, and their probably lesser-known show now, um, the main show of the Challenge, <laughs> which will be back at some okay. point in the future. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, so we are. Uh, we didn't really introduce ourselves that much. Right? We're two friends who've been pen pals forever, and we just can't stop talking about the Challenge. So. If you're still listening and you haven't subscribed yet, what's wrong with you? Please click on subscribe, and then you'll hear more of our podcast in the future. But uh, on that note, Joseph, I think I think I can mercifully go to bed and stop talking, unless you have anything else you want to add. No, I am excited for the CBS season. I think it could go one of two ways. I think our favorites could last tyson a really long time and then this is a <laughs> great, so biased this is a yeah i know this is a great this season. is a biased podcast we will try not to make it a tyson apostle podcast but who knows um but, okay or it you can go sideways do? and our favorites get voted out early and we're stuck with all the crappy people so it just depends yeah um we should make winner picks right now real quick oh yes why don't we we should end with some winner picks yeah um I'll, I'll give you first choice. Uh, you can choose men or women, and then I'll get first choice in the other one. How about that? Okay. Uh, so. All right. What do you want, men or women? I just got to go with my boy Tyson Apostle. So I'm going to pick him for the winner, not only because he's my boy. You little freak. You but would do that. I uh, also think he has a great chance uh, of winning. Uh, if he's able to dodge the eliminations, I think he's going to do really well in the dailies, too. So he can win a lot of those and not need to go into elimination if he doesn't need to, hopefully. Um, but he's super likable, and I think he's going to be chill. I don't think he's going to try to do too much. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, for my winner pick, uh, you know, when I pick the challenge winners, I like to pick people who I can see crushing a final. Now, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but... There's a lot of question marks in this cast. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a repeat winner. I'm gonna go with uh, Xavier. I'm gonna take him. Oh um, wow! I think I think he can do it. Wow. Uh, I think if anything can win after being a winner, it's him. Um, I like Tyson as a pick actually a lot as well because um, he's a, he's a former pro cyclist. If he gets to a final, he's super smart. Like yeah. he's probably winning the final. I think. I think but he has out of all the males, he, him. Uh, he has the best endurance. I would say. Yeah. Okay. The women's side of things. Um, I don't know. Give me, give me, give me Kira. Give me the Love Islander Kira. I'm just gonna completely go out on a limb and uh, go crazy. Wow, you have gone crazy. Um, or Kara. So, yeah. Still not so sure. I'm Whatever. gonna go. I, I want her. Something's telling me not to pick Sarah. I don't know why. Um, but oh man, I'll go. <laughs> I feel like she just has it, right? So I'll, I'll pick Sarah. I won't overcomplicate it. I'll pick Sarah. All right, you're going all Survivor winners yes. over on your sides. Where's the fun in that? Okay, come on, man. Where's the fun in that? Yeah. Um, Where's the fun in that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me be fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For once in your life, just try it. Just yeah, give it a shot. I know. I'm boring. But, um, yeah. So, we're going to go with the safe bets, I feel like. But, like I was saying before, there have been people like Paulie. There have been people in the past who maybe did not impress me a whole lot on their original season. And then they come on the challenge and they totally kill it. So, You know who I almost picked? Derek. 
Derek X. I almost wanted oh, to pick wow. Derek you're X. You're really you're 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 in a drug fuel haze. I feel like like, <laughs> like it's possible. Like I don't know, man. It's he possible. is going to he's going to see some eliminations. I will. I'm gonna put that out there. He is okay, not gonna okay. go the whole season without seeing an elimination. Hear me out. Hear me out. Is he is this? chance of dodging elimination is it really that different than tyson's like what about tyson is so different from Derek? i tyson's feel like they have very similar th- body tyson's types. six foot three six foot four and probably like 190 pounds 200 pounds like i would think um he is tall you think he is Derek, tall. how tall how tall do you think Derek x is i don't think he's six foot i think you're wrong i think he is uh, do you think so i i don't know i don't know that but uh, i think he might be i'm looking at his Big Brother cast bio right now and fucking useless. Doesn't have his height. What the? Somebody's. What the I, I looked up somewhere. They said five foot ten, but who knows? Really? I thought he was taller than that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm seeing I five foot ten, five eleven on a lot of these, but it's close. I think Tyson it looks more physically imposing. Like you can tell, he's just like an athletic type of dude. I don't think Derek quite gives off those vibes. Um. Though I guess you have like sure. those, I That's guess fair. you have James and Leo though, right? Like they're probably around Derek's size, so maybe they get picked off before. So who knows? I'm trying to look. Uh, he's not as tall as I remembered him, probably, but yeah. he does look just a little bit shorter than Danny, Kylan's, um, some of these guys. Hard to tell against anyone yeah. else. All right, all right. Um. Anyway, uh, I pick Xavier. Xavier, so uh, I'm sticking with that and yeah. happy about it. And, okay. um, we're going off the rails now, so I'm, I think we're gonna call I'm it a night. really happy for you that you did not pick uh, Derek X. I, I watch if he wins, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be mad at myself now. I yeah. I'm Derek gonna be X, shocked. I will be shocked if he wins. Um, but I could see being really just good all around in anything involving intelligence or puzzles or memory and running. So I. I don't know. I don't think it's crazy. I think, I think, I think he you're just right. Finds I his way to a final. I don't think it's crazy either. I don't think it's like you know he has the skill set like you said. I just think that the challenge is a different show, and I feel like he might get targeted. I don't know. We'll see though. We will see. Yeah. We will see. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone, to our little podcast, Hello Reality, and we will see you next time uh, on. The podcast. I'm God. I'm just losing it, man. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Take it I'm going easy, to bed. guys. Have a good one. <laughs>